Welcome to the Free Man Void. I'm your host, Victus D. Void. Hope you guys see this little wall with letters on here. You see these glowing lights and shit. I just got this uh, new addition into my new little uh, studio space. I moved into a new apartment and it's been uh, it's been a struggle trying to find time to record new videos so I can upload new content for you guys, especially on this new channel, The Free Man Void. If you haven't subscribed yet, push that subscribe button and tap that like button and hit that notification bell as well so uh, YouTube can't bury all of my posts because I cannot lie, all of my posts are pretty non-PC and can piss off the PC horde. So if you like that kind of shit, go ahead Again, push that like button, push that subscribe button, and sit tight because it's going to be a bumpy and very wild ride. Anyways, before we begin, I must inform you all that I do have a book out. It is called Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. This book is the beginning of a multi-volume series uh, that is built around a concept that I'm not going to say I created, at least to the best of my knowledge, I know I created it, but I'm sure maybe somewhere in a thousand throughout the, the entire existence of society or civilization, somebody may have coined this term, uh, societal evolution, but it's focused on the changes in our world, in our environment that are brought on by forces we are unwilling to admit exist because of our increasingly secular uh, society and our desire to reject all forms of spirituality as if uh, spirituality hasn't been a major influence on our the human race really to be honest uh, the bulk of the human race or at least the history the bulk of the history involving the human race has been pretty spiritual so I find it baffling when I see modern people trying to reject all forms of spirituality but this book isn't focused on spirituality specifically it's focused on societal corruption and evolution what's that you ask what is societal evolution? Well, good sir, I'm glad you asked. Societal evolution is the process which takes place whenever a society experiences major change within its cultural policies, societal norms, rule of law, moral code, habitat, technological advancement, and of course, cognitive and emotional understanding. Again, it is called societal evolution, journey to the dollhouse. But without any further ado, let's get down to business and talk about the main subject of today's episode. And that is how our education system has been utilized in the past and even today to corrupt the minds of the youth and the bulk of the masses. But to kick off our discussion, let's take a note from the world of religion. It is said after, of course, Adam and Eve made a huge fuck up and ruined our lives forever. It is said that Satan himself went to God and promised that by the 10th generation, this, of course, is uh, pre-flood. So by the 10th generation pre-flood, he would be able to successfully corrupt the entirety of mankind on a social, emo emotional, and cognitive level. Now, I'm going to stop right there with the religion because this is not a discussion on religion. But the reason why I brought it up is because if you look, if you pay attention to how Satan said, or it is said Satan said he would, he would corrupt mankind through 10 generations, um... It accurately represents how our political system or our elites who control the or the elites who are in power and, and who are really in control of our world, how they corrupt our societies. And it's through a generational process. You guys know that saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Well, there's some truth to that. You can't take an old man who has seen the world, who has sat through decades of life and has, and has experienced pain and suffering and joy, success, and has endured 
hardship, you can't corrupt the mindset of that man because he'd seen too much of the truth. However, what you can do is go after his kid who knows nothing about this world aside from what his parents say. And we all know how kids operate. They're they're more inclined to, re to be rebellious because guess what? Once they become teenagers, they want to see the world for themselves. So they start questioning their parents as they should. You know, when you become a teenager, you need to challenge the status quo. You need to you need to challenge the rules you've been told to obey for the sake of obeying. Because until you learn to challenge your own beliefs and understand why you believe certain things, you'll never be able to defend yourself in the face of someone who's completely corrupt and wants to deceive you and control you. So yes, I do encourage many younger kids or most kids to challenge the values they've been conditioned to believe and find out why it's important they believe in these things. But you know who else wants the kiddos to challenge their parents or the values they've been conditioned to believe? The government and those in power. Now, what exactly am I trying to say? Well, if we take at every major point um, of change in America, if we take America specifically, let's look at the 60s. When did the rebellious youth thing become a phase? I think it was the 50s at the uh, explosion of rock and roll. Many of the uh, listeners or the people who drove uh, the rise of rock and roll were young kids who listened to the music and, and liked the fact it was unique and brand new. As that generation grew up, and got into the 60s, that rebellious spirit was there, and so many new political ideas were thrown into the to the uh, psyche of the young teenage mind. From where we stand in time, it's easy to look back and say, how the fuck did these people fall for these political ideologies that were so profoundly wrong? But what you need to remember is when you're a kid, all you want to do is experience as much as you can, because you're eager to learn. You're eager to experience the world. You're eager to see if the things your parents have said are actually true or if they're just full of shit. That is why so many young girls fell for the fraudulent allure of second wave feminism. And that is also why so many young men fell for the intoxicating illusions uh, that the socialist free love spirit uh, gave off during the 50s and 60s and 70s. But the reason why these political ideologies were so effective was because our educational system introduced these ideas into the curriculum as if they were unique perspectives. It's an absolute fact that the overwhelming majority of our academia elites or the, the controllers of the world of academia in, in America are actually leftists. Not just regular leftists. Many of them are self-proclaimed Marxist socialist, communist, or if you want to take my word for it, retards. Now, let's step back for a moment and think about what we've just discussed. We've laid it out that younger people are more inclined and more willing to listen to bad ideas simply because they want to experience as much as they can. They're more vulnerable. And we've also laid out the fact that many of the individuals in higher education are self-proclaimed Marxist, communists, and socialists. But why, in fact, were they so effective? Well, look at the college education scam. From day one, from first grade all throughout senior year, children are conditioned to go to college. They're taught that college is some kind of golden 
achievement, attending a university, a college, or getting a higher education is a golden achievement that will give you um, or give you access to higher levels of success that will somehow complete you on a emotional and physical. You know what I'm saying? You know they it would it will make you happy. So the importance of getting a higher education has already been implanted in the minds of the youth. And when they get to these higher educational facilities, guess who's there? The Marxists, the Socialists, and the Communists. Again, to me, these people are all the same, just retards. But I'm going to make that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the choice of deciding whether or not to label them all as retarded. If you want to play it safe, you could just call them stupid. But honestly, I would consider being a Marxist, socialist, or communist a mental disability. Because there has never been an instance uh, throughout uh, modern times where socialism or any form of Marxism has ever been effective and has ever lasted or, you know what I mean, and has never degraded into absolute suffering. But silly me, I'm being honest and factual. And Marxists, socialists, and communists do not give a damn about honesty or facts. They just care about their opinions. Oh wait, Vic, isn't your view that all Marxists are retarded just an opinion as well? Well, yes, but no. Sure, it's technically my opinion that all of these people are retarded. However, if you look throughout all of history and look at every instance where any form of Marxism has ever been applied, whether or not it was outright Marxism or a ancient comparison or ancient political or economic system that is uh, comparable to Marxism, all of these systems has always degraded to immense suffering. So if you can take a look at this truth and still believe that socialism, Marxism, and communism can still work, <laughs> you're retarded to me. I'm sorry. You're absolutely fucking retarded to me. And that is a fact. You are a retard, Mr. Communist, Mr. Atheist. Let's get back on topic. So now, remember, these colleges are controlled and the, the faculty, the book of the faculty are leftists, Marxists, and uh, just leftists in general. And kids are conditioned to view a higher education as paramount to, let's say, doing a trade going to trade school, and becoming a plumber. Um, therefore, ideas that align more with the left and far left are somehow viewed as more intellectually um, explorative or intellectually, um, or intellectually enlightening than just being a regular contributing cit citizen. Right there, if you take a step back and look at the brainwashing that children are put through from pre-K to senior year of college, uh, of high school, I mean, uh, and conditioned to want to and need to go to college, only to arrive to a shit show controlled by far leftist degenerates, you can clearly see that there's something wrong with the educational system that so many people around the world seem to praise and want to be part of. Listen, I've worked low-paying jobs where I have to uh, contribute a lot of physical labor where I've worked side by side with someone who attended a four-year university um, only to never really work in the field they went to school for because they only went to college for the simple fact that they thought that's what they were supposed to do. They didn't go to college to learn anything. They just went to uh, 
to get the experience of the college life. So by the time they graduated, all they really did was study for tests just to pass the test. They never really learned life skills that they can use for the future to make money. That's why there's a mutual sentiment right now amongst young men and many young women that college, a college education is really just a fucking scam. Because every person that I know that has a degree um, is really completely incapable of surviving. They, they have an education, they have some knowledge in their brain, but they don't know how to uh, navigate through the real world without a set regiment or, or, or without being told what they need to do next. That's why you never hear about any high school valedictorians growing up to start billion dollar corporations. Why? Because valedictorians only know how to follow the rules. And to be a billion dollar CEO, you have to know how to work around the rules. Now, this is where we hit the meat and potatoes of the points I'm trying to make. In my book, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse, I talk about this concept called the idea complex. The idea complex is the intentional degradation expressed agenda, a process that is implemented through generations to conveniently corrupt the masses so the, that the elites can further on their own personal agenda. There are five steps in this process. The one we're talking about right now is narrative corruption, which is the fourth to last step. Narrative corruption is the use of a false narrative to persuade an individual or a group or a populace to conform to a corrupt ideology under the pretext of trying to enact change that will make them better in some way. So the reason why so many millennials and the generation before them, I think it was Generation X, I don't know, I don't remember the exact names, I just know Gen Z, which is my generation, I'm the oldest class of Gen Z um, and the millennials. But there's a reason why so many millennials and the generation before them so still believe that communism or Marxism can still work. And the reason for that is because they've been fed the narrative, the false narrative, that because capitalism corrupts itself, that it must be done away with entirely and replaced with a Marxist, uh, socialist, or communist system. And that, my friend, is a big, fat lie. Because, yes, while it's true that capitalism does corrupt itself, communism corrupts itself from the very beginning. Why? Because it gives the state absolute power and the state is literally the most evil force in the entire world. The state has no desire to cater to the needs of the people. Yes, I understand that the idea behind communism is that it will create a, a system that, and, that serves and, and fulfills the needs of the majority. Yes, I understand that crap. But what communism actually does when it is, when it is implemented is only serve for creating a more efficient system of dividing and subverting the masses while 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 transferring all power and wealth to those in power and control many of these communist leaders who masqueraded as revolutionaries who were just like the common man many of these communist leaders came from 
very rich families. And guess what? They remained rich once they got in power because these people don't actually care about the people. They care about themselves. In a capitalist system, in a truly capitalist system, I talked about this in my last video, so check it out. It is called Why You Should Hate Your Government. But while a truly capitalist system disenfranchises certain people who can't fit in the hierarchy, because it's a capitalist system, a free society, they are free to then find their own, create their own hierarchy or where they can develop some sort of value. If they can find a group of people that find value in what they're developing in, they too can be successful. The reason why people are disenfranchised in our modern world and, ha and can't find a way to create some sort of value is because we don't live in a capitalist system. We live in a crony capitalist system, a state capitalist system where specific companies are given priority because they're just too big to let fall. No, if a company is failing because of its own shitty practices, it needs to burn. So bailing out banks and billion dollar corporations because they're too big to let to fall isn't a capitalist system. Is a crony capitalist system. Those banks, those corporations have bought over politicians by feeding, feeding them cash. They've corrupted the system themselves. But they couldn't do it without the help of the state. Because like it or not, it is the state that is solely responsible for the existence of the military industrial complex. A collection of secretive companies that we're not aware of because they're never in the limelight. These corporations basically fuel our war industry. And yes, war is an industry because there's no reason for us to be involved in every war um, that, that comes up in every decade. You know, there's a reason why the United States is at the forefront of every single um conflict and that is because we have an we have an industry of war and that it, and that industry is very profitable and that industry is funded by none other than guess what the state but let's step back into the world of the educational system even if we look away from college and look at elementary school and high school you can see the works of a corrupt system let me ask you this have you ever met someone that you found to be incredibly intelligent, like you can converse with them about a, a wide variety of topics and they had knowledge of various things that, you know, a normal person wouldn't have um, on, in a regular situation and they could talk to you about com complex concepts that are just not taught in school, yet for some reason, when they get to school, all of the grades are D's and C's. Those people are actual geniuses, megaminds who've been abandoned by the system itself, the educational system, because their intelligence threatens the establishment, meaning that they can actually think for themselves. You see, the reason why creativity is being out of the minds of the youth from a young age so by the time they get to college, they're just drones who follow orders is because if you actually have a society of thinkers, you cannot corrupt them because they'll always be able to see through the bullshit uh, that is uh, pushed uh, while being disguised as humanitarian initiatives or beneficial or laws that benefit the masses while only benefiting uh, the select few within the elite circles. So within school hierarchies, you have absolute knuckle draggers who are completely stupid but are considered the top of the food chain because they study to pass tests. They're, they're book nerds because they don't know how to think for themselves. All they know how to, how to do is study for a test and 
and and repeat regurgitate the answers to questions they've been conditioned uh, or, or trained to remember. So the real thinkers are left on the fringes of society and they themselves think they're stupid because all they could do is get a D in algebra when they can write a hundred page books within a week full of brilliant content that people would love to read. Yet they don't believe in themselves enough because they've been conditioned to think they, they themselves are stupid because they can't fit in the system. The whole narrative designed by the educational system is fraudulent and corrupt by nature. Our educational system and the ghouls that control it need to fucking burn.